Speak Live, Australia's number one pop culture podcast and web series. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. It's a very special podcast. And joining me on this podcast, of course, my co-host with the most... Wait, comes on Pots and Pants. Hello, Ginger. It's our 100th podcast, buddy. Jing jing jing! I know, isn't it special? I I know you feel special. You look special too. I, well, yeah, I, I I feel quite special at this, this moment in time. Speaking of special, I dragged in off the street another special guest, Mister Stephen Wilson. Hello, Mister Wilson. How are you? Good. You Thank never you. sound fucking enthusiastic ever. <laughs> We're like, yeah, fuck yeah, one hundred, yeah. And Wilson's and our like, guest. and Wilson's like, Steve hello. I, you know, well, I actually had someone ask me once. They said, hey, when you get Steve Wilson in, do you hold a gun to his head to get him like on the show? I'm like, no, but maybe we should. Yeah. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> There's two double barrel shotguns just underneath. Just aimed at his junk, and if he said hey, anything hey, wrong, hey, he's sitting on the same side of the table as me. Is well, that a euphemism yeah. for something, Jim? <laughs> it's not—it's not like it's going to get yes. any recoil or, or, or feedback. So anyway, it's the hundredth episode. We want to talk movies this episode because we've seen it. You, you muffies, muffies. We've been seeing some muffies at the cinema. Yeah. Um, you come and along. Comic news at the end of the. We, we're doing that, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, I want to kick straight along. Movie time. Now, uh, we headed along earlier this week and saw Sin City, all, all three of us, together. Yeah. Uh, sadly, it, it finished the next day. Had less than a week run here in our home cinema, in, in our city. It's really mm. disappointing, too, I think. What, you the know? movie or the, or the no, fact no, that... No, no, the fact that it's, it's such a limited release... I'm surprised. I, I don't understand why. We I, didn't I, even I, see it uh, advertised very well. No. It was only, um, we turned around, went, Cheap Tuesday, let's go see uh, Sin City. Rocked up, and the manager, who's, who's mates of ours, um, turned around and said, oh, lucky you guys are here, because it goes off tomorrow night. We're like, yeah. what? Yeah. Less than a week. It's, Less than a week. I can't understand why it had a selected you know, run. Yeah. I don't I know. Mean, I can understand it. that for something like Tusk, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's like, another thing. We've got to make a trip down to Brisbane to see that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we went along, Source in City. I quite liked it. I must admit, I didn't think it was as good as number one, the first one, the original one. Two yeah, words. Can, Two yep. words. Eva. Green. Green. I know that. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> to be honest, those two words should have been left and right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Eva Green had a top on the whole movie. Pretty much. If she did, you could the see blue. through it. The, yeah. No, no, yeah. the, blue, the blue one. Yeah, she the into the bar. yeah that's, yeah. About, that's yeah. about the only time she had a top on, I think. Um, but I'll tell you what, uh, she's a lovely actress. I think I, she's fantastic. I approve. Todd thinks she's got a lot of talent up front. <laughs> mm. I really like her. I think she's awesome. I've liked her in uh, Penny Dreadful. Yeah. Which you, Steve, yeah. put me on to, actually. Oh, yeah, some uh, Good work there. <laughs> good work. Um, but anyway, so we went along to see it. I, I quite liked it. I, I Once again, I don't think it was as good as the first Sin City movie, but it it's been, what, eight, eight or nine it, years? Yeah. yeah. It, has, it wasn't think, as solid. I think the first Sin City had that wow factor. We'd never seen a movie shot entirely in front of green screen like that, done in black and white with the over-the-top splatter effects. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was very stylized, and, and back at the time, it was that wow factor that really hooked me. We've now seen movies like 300 and, and 300 Rise of an Empire, plus other different films where they've Spirit. ripped bits of it. Spirit's another, uh, another one in a similar... Mm. Vein. Um, so I think the wow factor had dropped off a little bit for me. Yeah, it didn't seem quite as the contrast wasn't as bold as it was in the and first one. And there was me. more colours. Yeah, there yeah. was actually. I know, did notice there was. There's more colours put into this. Yeah, uh, this uh, Sin City film. But I, I like the actor. Well cast again. Yeah, uh, fantastic yeah, casting. Josh Brolin. 
even uh, one of your favourites, Ginge. Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> That's right. Doc Brown himself. And he was kind of, he was playing that Doctor Character-esque. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And as soon as I saw his name in the, the opening credits, I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't yeah. know he was in this. <laughs> For me, it was uh, Ray Liotta. I yes. love Ray Liotta yeah. in his yeah. movies. Um, yeah. Christopher Maloney. Yeah. Jeremy Piven. Yes, um, and, and him and Christopher Maloney played two detectives, yes. and uh, I, I thought they were fantastic. The uh, chemistry between those that, two. the middle section, which is Dame, Dame to Kill for, was yeah, really, really well done. Yeah, because I, yeah, I uh, it's been a couple of years since. Uh, well, when I say a couple of years, it's probably been about eight years since I've read the Sin City graphic yep. novels. Yep. And I'm sitting there during the movie, and I'm going, I don't remember this part, and I, I don't remember the story. And yeah. then when we got to the end, I was turning you and I said, did I miss something in the books? And you've like, you've told me yeah. two two of the story. Essentially, it's almost like the three... S- the start and the end sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, like the start and the end are little, what would you call them, little story chapters, essentially, yeah. that do kind of cross between the main Dame to Kill for. Um, they aren't in the book. They are written for the movie. Hmm. So I was a little bit thrown off by that. I was like, oh. And, Presumably and be, by Frank. Yeah, yeah, I'm assuming so. But um, the, the whole little story with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Who, who yeah. was a great addition to the cast, he, I, I in, think. In it, he plays Rourke's illegitimate son. Yeah. His character is And that, and that character's never is mentioned in the books. Senator, uh, Senator Rourke. I don't think so. But um, I thought that was one of my problems with the film. I thought that story went totally nowhere. I, yeah. I, I was going to say that the, the entire movie didn't feel like it flowed as much as the original. Yeah. It's because there was p- uh, parts where I was, at the very beginning of the movie, I was thinking, all right, now, is this section a sequel to the original or is this a prequel? Yeah. Like, Marv is alive, so obviously it's a prequel, but... So, uh, the Hardigan's, but Hardigan's dead, dead so that means it must be a sequel. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, there was the whole middle section is before yeah and, <laughs> and then it kind of feels like you're kind of twisting and it, yeah yeah you, you are, kind of yeah. there's a little bit of convolution it may have been there, confusing to other pe- general public i yeah. um i love in movies comic book movies when the creators make a cameo appearance yes yeah and this no, was no different because frank miller within the first opening kind of shot like it pans across and then goes into the bar yes there's frank miller sitting at the table with yep. marv yeah uh which i thought was fantastic and then robert rodriguez makes an appearance with frank later on in the film was that when they were watching the tv, the TV and yeah. it was it was like the scene in the Alley and the, alley, that was, the guys from yep. the first movie, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Frank and, okay. and, and Robert Rodriguez there, and I thought that was. Fan- I like seeing little things like that. Yeah, that really. Uh, I it's almost that Peter Jackson sort of cameo yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah, mm. but overall, um, I'd, I'd give the film probably a, th- a solid um, three point five out of uh, out of five, three and a half out of five. Three point five buckets of blood. Yeah, because it, like I say, I, I didn't think the the, the little story with. Um, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character. I, did, I thought that went nowhere. Yeah, I think it was just meant to make you hate Rourke even well, more. You already, it, you already do hate yeah. Rourke. I guess yeah. it kind of fleshed out more time it, yeah. while we were sitting at the theatre. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it, but like you say, it didn't sort of set up anything. No. Mickey no. Rourke played Marv once again to yeah. perfection. Yep. Yeah. Well cast, well well acted. Um, I love, uh, it, once again, Eva Green. She was just Ava. amazing. Yeah. Um, she was great as Ava. And um, and you got to hand it to him this time, uh, Josh Brolin in the role of um, Dwight. Dwight, yeah. yeah, I liked him. I, I thought he was well well cast. And I do like that that you know obviously that's a prequel to the original, and he has the plastic surgery yeah. like he talks yeah. about in in the original. That's I, right. Um, yeah. I, I got to be honest and say that I think um, uh, Bruce Willis got his check pretty easy. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Somewhere Sly Stallone saw that film and probably went. It was pretty, pretty lazy. Yeah. <laughs> Is this repri- reprising uh, Sixth Sense there? 
Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he did not he, like he wasn't in it all that much, was he? And he did no. he did sweet FA. But the, um, the, the the advancement of Nancy was pretty cool. I like what they yeah. did with her. And I, and I I love Jessica Alba. Always mm. thought she's a fantastic mm. uh, actress. And um, once again, yeah, she she brought a, a lovely mind you, to the role. Mind of Nancy. you, she's a terrible stripper. I know. If, if, if she, I know. If, if, oh, you're going to get into that, AJ. I'm, I'm, well. I'm just going to say, if you if, if you and I were going to a strip club, to a seedy strip club like that... I wouldn't know, Ginch. I've never been in such an establishment. B- b- Not a seedy one. What, what, what was the name of the... Bu- of the uh, Katie's. Katie's. Ka- yeah, if we were going to Katie's strip bar, right? Yeah. The drinks would have to be fucking cheap <laughs> and really, really good. Shot Ginge. in Bruce, because Shelley. we're not seeing Have anything. a look around the scene. Have a look around the scene in that film at yeah. Katie's bar. Have yeah, a look yeah. at the look in the general feel of Katie's bar. Yeah. Yep. I don't think it's a high-end establishment. I, I, yeah, yeah, but in those low-end establishments, I'm pretty sure you get to see boobs. I, you get to I, see something. I think that's the primary function like, of... Like, she's a terrible stripper. <laughs> yeah. Like, she knows <laughs> yeah. how to take her shirt off. She's more like an erotic dancer. And that's about it. And she's missing a fundamental aspect yeah, of strippers, the stripping. Yeah, strippers, I mean, they... Yeah. Take off clothes and yeah. strip. Right. Moving pro- along. Probably take a leaf out of Eva's book. Whipping around the table. Steve, what would you give it out of five? Oh, uh, look, I'm a massive Sin City fan, so I'll give it a four. Four out of five? Yeah. Ginge? I'm going to give it a four out of five. I'm going the lowest rating here, am I? I'm, I'm <laughs> three and a half and out of four. Out of, you, out of five, three and a half out of five. Because you get in so many trouble for, for giving five out of fives. I reckon we need to change our uh, rating system to either yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, like, like something like, yes, I'm going to uh, buy the ticket. Or, or, or should it be, should we change it to go see it at the cinema, go see it on DVD, or... Maybe we should or, do that. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Or, uh, or, or get it off... Uh, well, sadly, um, you can't say to people go see, to go see it at the cinema because it's now off. This is one I would definitely own and put uh, put in the library. Mm. Let's put it that way. Um, and I, I probably would buy a special edition DVD if yes. it came out. Yes, Or Blu-ray. Mm. Actually, I'm not going to buy Blu-ray because I'm still on DVDs, but if you're a Blu-ray fanatic, you might buy a fucking <laughs> a Blu-ray version of it. No, seriously, I'm too cheap to buy. Everyone keeps going, why don't you buy a Blu-ray? I'm like, fuck off. Oh, I've invested no, years building this DVD collection you know, of mine. And you know what? If I bought a Blu-ray player, yeah. I still only have the CRT television. So I would do. You, I would. I wouldn't fucking, get the resolution out of this do, old TV do you know how tube. I, do for you know people how I listening in who might never, be a bit younger, that means cathode ray tube. Yeah. Do you know how I know you will never ever buy a fucking Blu-ray? Yeah. It's because you refuse to buy a fucking flat-screen TV, <laughs> LED TV. It's not that I refuse. Like if someone was to give me a flat-screen television, yeah. I, I would happily take it. Is this a hint? Happily take. Is this it. a hint? JB, we've spoken. <laughs> JB Hi-Fi, we've spoken about you before on the, the podcast. Uh, episodes before they yeah. could they could uh, not a sponsor spon- of this program but they could be they could sponsor sponsor like all the screen. other sponsors <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, there you go so that's 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 the rating um yeah definitely I'd, I'd buy it it's, on a, it's a thumbs up yeah. thumbs up thumbs up later on in the week we were invited to the premiere of a movie that it wasn't until recently that I knew anything about based on an old 80s TV series actually this is a remake of an 80s TV series with Edward Woodward yes I, I can never get that out um, the, the Equalizer. <laughs> Now, I, I actually hadn't seen the trailer until maybe two, three weeks ago, and holy shit, man. <laughs> this movie, like, like so much of a thumbs up oh, to this yeah. movie. This got three thumbs up, <laughs> and I've only got two hands, so you can, you can absolutely understand where I'm coming from. Uh, so our sidekick, Brennan, he lent you a hand. Um, <laughs> I, look, you dragged me along. You were like, hey, I've got these tickets. And I'm like, what, what's it for? And you're like, uh, premiere, a thing called Equalizer. And I went, I've seen a trail for that. That's Denzel Washington. Yeah, Denzel Washington. And I'm yeah. like, fuck yeah, I'll go along to this. And man, I loved it. I love Man on Fire. 
Denzel yeah. Washington and, yep. and I said that's how uh, The Punisher should yes. be right? yes hmm. this movie The Equalizer once again this is how The Punisher should be and so imagine The Punisher but played by fucking um, Denzel Washington oh, and, that's it, what you and, get. It, and it was very much in the vein of say any Liam Neeson movie that, that, that's been coming out recently as well. You know, yeah. action balls to the wall type stuff. Although... But, but also, it's got that, that clever thinking two or three that, steps ahead yeah. Yeah, right. of the opposition. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so was, he, he, he walks into a room and he's sizing up what's in the room, who's got what. He's got the skills to pay the bills. Yeah, yeah. Sense that that's perfect. Yeah. Perfect, Steve. Yeah. And it really reminded me of that's the kind of character... I've uh, reading the comics and the Batman animated series that I always felt that's what Batman that's should what be. Batman he is, should yeah. always be technically advanced bef- Bat- before above everyone me, else to, in the room. To yeah. me, Batman would be proactive, not reactive. That's right. You know, he doesn't just, you, he doesn't drop through the skylight without yep. knowing who's in the room, what they've got, and that kind yeah. of stuff. He doesn't you know, walk in and the I, traps. And yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I think that's. <laughs> I've always had a problem in the comics where the, the writer will write that Batman fucked up and walked into a trap. I'm like, that's. Batman, pal. He doesn't do that shit. Batman does his research. The only reason he would do that is to catch them off guard to then do something else. Yeah. You know what Which I mean? Which really isn't walking into a trap. No, but is they... It? He, he, it's, it's a, a trap it's a within a trap. That's right. I'm it's, confused. It's like, it's like Inception. You know? I need another whiskey because my head is pounding it's, trying it's, to work it's that it's out. It's to lead them into a false yeah. sense don't of security. Mention, in, don't mention... Was it? What's the movie? Inception. Don't mention that to me because I fucking hate that movie. Oh, oh, I just hate that movie. Just you just hate it because you didn't understand it. Yeah. I hate, I hate Christopher <laughs> Nolan playing he, He's like... You know, Christopher Nolan ripped off Scrooge McDuck. I'm you know never going to fucking you know watch you it. Fuck it. You fuckers, if we were at a con- convention or whatever, somewhere in Hollywood, and Christopher Nolan was there, you guys would be all over him. Hello, Chris, can I get us a photograph? I'd walk up and just kick him in the nuts. And no, go, that's, really? for the, that's for ruining the Batman films, motherfucker. I, I would just tell him exactly what I thought. <laughs> would you? What him, would you tell him? Him and George Lucas. That Batman doesn't walk into traps. He doesn't go off and sulk for like eight years. I just and, then come now, back I just half and his magical leg. Steve Wilson yeah. walks up and starts yacking into Chris Nolan. He's got, this is the problem, Chris. And right? then he Batman puts an exosuit on and then he walks into a trap and gets the shit beaten out of him. Meanwhile, Chris and Nolan would be hole. doing the, the, the little signal to his bodyguards to get you away from him. <laughs> what would that signal look like? <laughs> it'd it, 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 it look like. Uh, Help me! <laughs> it'd it, it, it look like Will Smith dancing with his hands in the air like he just don't care. <laughs> Matt Damon! Yeah. Matt Damon! Uh, actually, honestly, Equalizer does get two thumbs up from me, and it's one you should see in the cinema. And it's it's uh, very stylized. The, the look of it, like it started off very sort of um, like a drama sort mm, of movie, yeah. and then it pushed uh, into the action in it. And at that that minute where it was just about to go into the third act, I was thinking, "There's not been any explosions yet," yeah. and then all of a sudden, there's a fucking big explosion <laughs> and he's walking away from it in slow motion not looking at it and I'm like do you know how yeah. I know Steve that it's a good movie is when Ginger sits beside me and I hear this the whole way through oh fuck god oh, oh god fuck. fuck did you see oh oh my god oh that's how I know it's a good film. So after I had an orgasm... That's how you yeah. know you're doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Denzel did it for me right, yes. <laughs> and the and the equal... I, I absolutely... And it's one of those movies that's a popcorn movie. Yeah. It it's it's an absolute thumbs up from me. Yep, fantastic. Um, now, speaking of you said Will Smith before, I want to talk about Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, who is in a show that aired this week. Now, we didn't get it in Australia... Unless you, got through nef- unless you got it through nefarious uh, means, which we did. I want to talk about Gotham, gents. The first episode of Gotham. What do yes. you think? 
Is that Will Smith's wife? Jada Pink Smith plays right, Fish Mooney. Okay, Fish Mooney. there you go. You didn't click I'm on that? I'm learning things. No, I don't know these things. Yeah, that's um, Will Smith's wife. Yeah, played uh, Fish Mooney. You know, her that's... kid sings that song, I throw my hair back and forth, I go throw my yeah, hair back. Yeah, right. That's yeah. their kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. How the fuck do you even know that? Oh, it's a Kevin Smith thing. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I absolutely loved Gotham, the television series. Man. I... I like, I, I'm sorry, you know what, I'm, no. I'm giving well, so many thumbs no, up this actually, week. But we're gonna say we're... what we're going to say to Nolan? This is how you should have done it, buddy. Yeah, well, yes. yeah. Although, I will say this, and I've said it, I've, I had a chat to a few customers this week, we've all watched it and, and dissected it and everything else. Plenty of little Easter eggs in there and mm. nods to, mm. to the comics. Yeah, and, yeah. But I, I'd have to honestly say it didn't set my world on fire. Really? I oh. liked it. I didn't kind of come wrong. out and go... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Wilson. Well, Gee, did you have a lobotomy before you watched it? No, seriously. I, I watched When's it. that brain implant coming? I watched it and I went, that's good. It's good. I'd like to see where they're going to go with it. I wouldn't sit there and rave and go, oh my God, it's the best thing I've seen on TV. Needs yeah. more Batman. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> that's just it. I'm kind of like, mm, I, think, I think they brought Selena Kyle into it too early. Yeah. I think the first episode, they've thrown everything at it. They've, they've given hints to like uh, Poison Ivy. You've got um, yeah. Edward Nigma. He's in there. And I do like the twist with Ed- yeah. Edward Nigma where, yeah. oh, hang on. Spoiler alert! <laughs> uh, Ed, Edward Nigma is uh, working for the the, the GCPD. The it, it's Police. almost like he's, he's like a CSI CSI yeah, guy, I'm yep. so. uh, which I thought was kind of cool. The, the the guy they cast as Oswald Cobblepot Penguin, yeah. he's fantastic. I do yeah, think man. they've done a great bit of casting there. Um, I was a bit disappointed that Carmine Falcone didn't have. Oh, then again, he doesn't get the scar until he um, he deals with Selena Kyle, I guess. But he, to me, he didn't look like Carmine out of the comics. Yeah. Um, I just that was a little thing for okay. me. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, the, all these other little things like Selena Kyle full on, I don't think should have been in it yet because I always picture Selena as Bruce's age. In well, this, she's, she's, she's not she's, much older. Oh no, I reckon she is. She's she'd be what. 16, 17, whereas no Bruce is... No way, dude. She's like he likes, 15 yeah. at the... Death you reckon, I reckon she looks yeah, more like 16, Dude, you are they, fucking jail, buddy, they, man. They, they <laughs> no. grow up fast these days. Well, kid, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the hormones of the Gotham, chicken. So. But she, I, she was I just, stealing milk. She obviously yeah. would have been stealing alcohol if she was 18. That's right. But anyway, I just Bruce, look at Bruce it. just likes slightly older women who dress uh, up as cats. <laughs> don't, don't we all? Don't we all? I looked at it and kind of went, not so sure on that one. I... Can't take the guy who's playing the mayor of Gotham City seriously because he's no. out of Spin Since, City, yeah, right. And I'm sitting there watching it going, I just can't look at him. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. He, he was he was the, the like the advertising aid, you know, like yeah. to the public, yeah. yeah. And he's always he's he always plays kind of that character that's a bit iffy about stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's always, always agitated. He's, he's usually in a funny role, and yeah. I just look at him in that and go, I can't take you seriously. No. But I thought Ben McKenzie turned in a great performance as Jim Gordon. Yes, um, I do like that they've put board in already Montoya. They've got. Yeah. That Question yeah. above her sexuality, mm. um, whether you know, obviously she had an affair or she's had a, mm. a, a previous re- sexual relationship with Jim Gordon's uh, soon-to-be wife, mm-hmm. or because uh, I think the way they were talking in the, in the series, did I pick up on it wrong? They're not actually. She's not Mrs. Gordon in that yet. No, she's she? not. No, 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 no. no, no right. And her name is Barbara as well. Yeah. yeah. And did you notice her architect? The architecture of her apartment doesn't it? It's a clock tower. Yeah. Oh. Did you not notice that? She's yeah. living in a clock As she tower. walks in that very first shot. Yeah. So right. that's a cool little nod, yeah. I thought, to Birds of Prey, where yes. her daughter, their, their daughter, Jim and, and, and Barbara's daughter, Barbara Gordon, mm. um, she's operating Birds of Prey out of a clock tower in Gotham. Yeah. So I thought that was a cool little little nod there. Why um, Noah mentioning how much we like the bloke playing Bullock earlier? Yeah, I do. I, like, I, I can't I, remember his name. 
the actor? Yeah, it's Donald either, Logue. Yeah, Donald yeah. Logue. Okay, there you go. I, I've, I've liked him for years. Yeah. So he's, you know, I love ever, him in Vikings. Ever since yeah. uh, comic book villains. Yeah. Life. Um, he was good it, in life. Was, yeah. Uh, also Ghost Rider. In, um, loved him in Sons of Anarchy. But I, I think, honestly, in um, in Gotham, he's he's been well cast as Bullock. I can't wait to see where they're going to go with this. Yes, yes. But like I say, I just, it was good. I just can't come out and go, oh my God, it was the best thing I've seen on TV lately. Well, like, I honestly can't. First episode. First episode, yeah. Is I mean, don't get me wrong, it's got me hooked. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to be watching more, I think. Two thumbs up. But I wouldn't say, everyone's raving about, oh my God, it's the greatest thing on TV. Not yet, it's, it is. Mm. I mean, I've, I've watched things lately like, um, well, you know, The Nick. Uh, oh, you, put, yeah. you put me onto it with Clive yeah, Owen, man. where it's like, I like that turn of the century type thing. That was a cool series. Uh, House of Cards. Like, fucking go watch that. That's amazing. This, it's on the, the lineup for me. It'll, it'll be something I'll be watching. Mm hmm. But um, I just want to see where they're going to go. What I absolutely loved about this series is the production design, the look of Gotham City. It has got that gothic look about it. And I noticed in some of the uh, aerial shots in it, it looks as though they've uh, CG'd in buildings that have got more that... That gothic architecture yeah, it does, of it Gotham City, sort of yes, yeah, yeah, it definitely yeah. had more of a, a, a Gotham. It was my version of Gotham feel yeah, of yeah, what it, I always imagined Gotham it, to be, and and the, the look of it, just the colours yeah. that they've used, not the Nolan Gotham, you know, the way they <laughs> lit it, it looked, it looked real, you know, as though what you were watching almost a uh, hell yeah, Law and Order type episode yeah but it had it just pushed beyond it to a more stylized sort of look yep I just loved the look of it yeah it was good so has Gordon always had that military background thing that they uh, well to? actually in, in the comics I know he was um, he was originally from Chicago he was a cop in Chicago big right cop in Chicago okay and uh, then come to go. Well, it depends. In different, yeah. There's different takes. I tell you, um, a little standout for me that I thought was pretty cool was mm. Sean Pertwee as Alfred. Yes. And I love they've gone the Cockney yeah. type. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Master Bruce, get your bloody ass from, down from there. I yeah. thought that was and, fantastic. And, and good luck, mate. Yeah. yeah. Good luck, yeah. mate. Yeah. That's yeah. the luck, first mate. thing he said. Yeah. You know, like it did. It, it really grounded him in in a bit of reality. I always liked Sean Pertwee. Oh, He's yeah. a great actor. And I'd be hoping for a little bit more of an Alfred from the. Um, Earth, Earth one, one Batman yeah. style, but they yeah. had a lot. There's a lot of little Easter eggs, and there's a lot of little hints to the comics, stuff like that. I think it it, it, it was great as a fan. It is a great series. Mm. I just honestly, where they're going to go with it, and yep. how long it's got. Guess we'll wait and see. Now, something a little bit on a sad note. I don't know whether you know about this, Steve, but uh, we just read today that Why the Last Man. We're all looking forward to seeing that as, yeah, a, as yeah. a movie. Yes, it's one of my okay. Comics. Yeah, it's been killed off. Uh, yeah. The rights have reverted back to the creators, and so you will not see. Why the Last Man as a movie coming out as a movie anytime soon? So because yeah. it wasn't production or pre-production, I think they call it. And it's, um, it's it was all getting all the cards were lining up, and it's just all toppled over. So now. it was going to be a movie. They were going to do it as a movie. Jeez, yeah, that's a big although nice. a lot of people reckon it would suit better as something like, like a HBO yeah. series. And it's and always been in that that pre-production limbo, hasn't it? Yeah. For, for a long like time, a million other things. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a bit sad. If you're a fan of Why the Last Man, you won't be seeing it on the big screen anytime soon. Where? While we're still talking about television at the moment, Yarp. it's been uh, all over Facebook, all over everything, that Supergirl, the TV series, has been greenlit not only for a pilot, but for an entire series run. Yeah, what do you think of this? I'm, do, you think, do you think we're getting I think to... awesome. I, okay, <laughs> no, but okay, well, okay, no, shoot, and then I'll, I'll put my two cents worth in. Go on. Well, I think I was, I was mentioning to you the other day how much I loved the movie that everyone hates, the... Um, Helen, the, Helen Slater. Yeah, I, I, I just love that. That movie, I don't know why. I'm, so as long as she's blonde, you know, I don't think I've ever seen it. And she's got a short red skirt, I'll be happy. I'm an easy and easy. fly. She doesn't need to fly. 
I think she probably should fly yeah. and do the things that Supergirl I'm, does. I, the, 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 like I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for comic properties made into movies, television shows. Mm-hmm. However, I'm concerned that it's going straight to series without a pilot. And the bigger thing that I'm concerned about is that uh, Warner Brothers is doing what Marvel did back in the 90s with movies where they're sending it out to different studios. They're all keeping it in-house. This is, yeah. this is, this is going to be with CBS, you know? Okay, right. Um, so you don't get that continuity. Yeah, like uh, Supergirl cannot then go meet up with The Flash or oh, Arrow yeah. because that's on a different network. Yeah. Gotham is on a different network as well. Wasn't it just brought out completely by Netflix the first season yeah, before it even aired? A, a Goth- Gotham has been bought out by Netflix yeah. for $1.72 million an episode. Yeah, Jeez. that's before it even hit the airwaves in the US. So as soon as it's available on Netflix, you know, you'll be well, able to watch it straight well, away. And hand, only conf- on Netflix. is good, you know. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's My a good problem sign. with all of this, okay, I think the bubble's going to burst eventually. We are seeing way too many between Marvel, DC. You got Powers uh, coming out as well. Right. Brian Michael Bendis property. Oh, really? With old mate it's, it's, from um, it's filmed. The pilot's filmed. Um, oh, great. Old mate from uh, District Thirteen is in it. I the bloke that played Mad Dog Murdoch in the eighteen. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think we're about to reach saturation point. If mm. if not, if we haven't already reached that, I yeah. think we're going to get to people are going to go. Oh, it's just too much comic stuff, and they're not going to be able to watch it all, and it's going to fade off. And they because they're talking about a Titan series, potential Titan yes. series from yes. Warner yeah, Brothers. Yeah, maybe they just need to woo up. You've got uh, what? Do, what do you got from uh, out at the moment from Warner Brothers? Essentially, like, what, so DC you, characters. You've so got, you got Arrow, Flash. You've got Arrow. Flash. You've got Gotham. Which which, have, which I I like what they've done with Gotham, where it's not so much superheroes. It's yeah. not no, and but so that's got legs. Yeah. You've got Supergirl meant to be coming out. Constantine, I Zombie, mm-hmm. fucking. There's just so many properties yeah. that they've got coming out, and, and they're still go, about adding more. And then go across to the other side of the fence, and you've got so Shield, Agents Shield. of Shield. You're, you're then going to get Daredevil and uh, Agent Carter. Agent Carter. Um, they've like, also got their other spin-offs like Iron Fist and, and I guess and yeah, they're, they're they're all going to be the uh, the Netflix exclusive mm, television mm, shows mm. with Daredevil. So. Yeah, I just I look at it and go, I think we're at the stage where there's too much. Is 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 there going to be a point where the general public says I'm over superheroes? You've got Walking Dead apparently talking about spinning out another series out of the Walking Dead, like a sideline uh, series. And I, I look at it and just go, fuck! I think we've reached saturation point. Yeah. And the pro- the problem is that in comics now, you were saying that Walking Dead is slowing down in sales. sales People are getting. Oh, we've noticed in our in our store. There's um, a reason for that. Because well, well, the stories haven't been that great. The last couple and, of volumes of the graphic novel have been meh. And also, uh, uh, zombies in comics in general seems to be slowing yeah. oh, down. Well, I, think I think zombies were always... It was like a, anything. You get a fad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, like yeah. years ago, it was ninjas and stuff like that. And I think we're at that stage where zombies... The, the fad is close to, to being part. You yep. know? And there'll always be a standout. I mean, I think Walking Dead will probably always um, have a, a core audience. But... I know a lot of diehard people who were buying the graphic novels as soon as they came out and they were working their way back yeah. through. They got them all. I've got the whole lot. Yeah. I've been getting it since almost day dot. Some so. of them are now gone, oh, you know, there's two volumes I haven't got, but I'm not in a rush to get them. No. I'm kind of over the series a little it's bit. It's because nothing happens. Yeah, it's, just, it's spinning its wheels. <laughs> I yeah. can't imagine buying yeah, that just, book just, as a single, like, uh, you know, each issue off the shelf. So just, just treading water almost. Within the last 12 months, our Walking Dead for single issues, our orders have, have halved. Oh, really? Mm. Yep. That, that's, They've that's, halved. That's, People that's, who've, who've been on since nearly day dot, not long, you know, maybe 12 months after it first started. Yep, so yep. They, they end up buying the, backtracking the first 12, 13 yeah. issues. Mm-hmm. They've been on ever since then. Some of them have now cut it cold. 
dropped it completely wow. off the pull list. So, and they just, re- they, oh, when I go, okay, no worries, I'll do that for you. What, can I ask why? And they just went, it's stories going nowhere. It's just treading, nothing's treading water. Yeah. So, it's the same problem with the TV show, honestly. Like, I haven't, I've not watched season four. I watched the first episode of season four. Didn't hook me. I just went, I'm, I'm just bored with this. There's too much of the cool stuff. It's better than it watch. was. Yep. And I dropped it. And I have not gone back. You know mm. what? I don't think I ever will. I no. probably will not go back and watch well, the rest of Walking Dead on TV. With everything else you've got to watch, why would you? Well, I mean, <laughs> there are so many other shows. And I'm not talking comic shows. I'm, fucking Vikings is f- phenomenal. It's mm. fantastic. If they're doing another epi- uh, another season of um, of uh, House of Cards, I'll be watching that. Mm-hmm. The Nick, you know, uh, Penny Dreadful was amazing. Yeah. If they're doing another series, I'll be watching Penny Dreadful. Sleepy True Hollow Detective. They've just cast start. True Detective. Oh, really? Vince, Vince Vaughn. Yes. Oh. He's going to be the bad guy in it. And... Um, They've got uh, you got Vince Vaughn and you got Colin Farrell. Oh, and man. I'm, I'm trying to think of the female actress, uh, Rachel Mc uh, McAdam. McAdam, yeah, Rachel McAdams has been cast in the. Uh, she's going to be the other detective. I Which, think. So yeah, Shin so Farrell it's Shin Farrell, and then you'll have oh, Vince Vaughn as the yeah, bad guy. Now I've had a few people say to me once this, this news came out this week. They're like, "Oh, Vince Vaughn, I'm not a real big fan of him." I'm like, why? Oh, I don't like him. You know, his comedies are a bit... I'm like, he's not doing... This he's is not a comedy role. And, and, and the problem... This is him playing a bad guy. I <laughs> want to see him... Because you look at fucking the likes of Robin Williams. When he played a bad guy oh, or God, whatever... Yeah. Well, like, comedians play some of the best bad guys. Because they go better. dark. Yeah. Yes. They yes, just tap yeah. into this weird darkness that a lot of us just... And, and like, we've, we've seen, you know, Vince Vaughn in his his real early work, you know, stuff like Made, you know, where everything was money, you know? Yep. I, I, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I reckon it'll be great. But and he, he was the bad guy in, in the Psycho remake, too. So why yep. stick to shows that just don't do it for you anymore? And so I don't get a lot of people, they just get slavish to these kind of programs. Well, yeah, we, if we've, we've you know, all got that in us. I mean, we really? want to see something. Well, I do. I... I I don't. If something's shit, I drop it pretty quick. Yeah. It I, takes a lot for me to drop I, a show. You know what? I look at it and go, life's short. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. I'm going to enjoy everything I can. So if a show's shit, why would I waste time watching it when there's something else out there better? You're yeah. right. You're you know, right. Yeah, you've got Game of Thrones. Well, that'll be back fucking... Oh, uh-huh, yeah. You know, so there's so many cool shows. <laughs> if these shows don't add up, they could drop like Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I have not watched beyond, I think, episode eight. No, I, 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 I dropped it. I haven't, oh, I, I haven't caught it. It's get, supposed to get really chance. good. Yeah. But the problem is because the the way it's distributed, you know, to the audience, it mm. doesn't fit my lifestyle. It doesn't, know? actually. I'm the same, man. And, the same. And, and, you know, we, we keep talking about, you know, on-demand type television. And well, it, it's just a it's just a thing that it just doesn't fit my lifestyle at the moment. Especially in this country, something's got to be fixed yeah. up. I mean, and I saw a, a graph somewhere the other day about how much more we pay... Okay, so you can pirate stuff. doesn't cost you anything. Yep. You can do the whole Netflix, blah, 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 you know, the fake IP thing. Yep. And do that. You, you still pay for it, but yep. that's still technically illegal. Yeah. But, you know, you're talking five or six bucks mm. for a show, you know. Like, I think the Foxtel and the, the other ones over here that are, that are starting to move to the equivalent things, three or 400% markup. That's insane. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I think, um, you know, we've talked about it before on previous podcasts. I don't want to go all over it again. But I think um, until things change dramatically in Australia, we are going to be the leading pirates in the world for, for content. And you know what? Part of me, because I've always loved pirate, anything pirate. <laughs> my favorite Lego back in the, in the day was pirate Lego. <laughs> so a little part of me just sitting there goes, I think it'd be great. But the, the, the biggest thing is, uh, did you see that ad the other day where it says that Australia's internet speeds is behind... Romania. Yeah. Romania <laughs> has a faster, faster internet Are you fucking serious? than Australia. I remember back in the 80s where Australia had the number one telecommunications network yeah. in the world. That's because we kind of invented a lot of it. You know? Yeah. And now we've kind of pissed it up the wall and we are behind yeah. Romania. 
Dude, I could go <laughs> to where Dracula lives and get faster fucking internet. Are you saying that Dracula's real, Ginge? Well, well, did you see the story that come out this week? They're going to open his they're grave. Go- Whose idea was this to open Dracula's grave to see what I could see inside you know, well, Obviously it. some motherfucker who's never watched a movie before. Well, can but- I just say... Who thought that would be a good idea? <laughs> this is the end. Like, the Ebola virus mixes with the Dracula seed, and we're yeah. all fucked, and they're yeah. zombie Draculas. But it'll bring us together. Zombie man. vampires. You know what, You know what, Steve? I can see Ginger's going to start wearing things like clo- like cloves of garlic around his yeah, head. Yeah, and work. cloves of garlic, and also a cross just, around my oh, neck. Just take garlic pills, man. That gets it into your blood. They don't and, like and, it. And shower in holy water. Yeah. But I, I, say, I would probably burn no, I was going to say, that, you'd though. burn, yeah. man. You'd the, burn. Whole, the whole Dracula's... Uh, tomb yeah. supposedly being found. I went to Italy last year, yeah. and Naples is one of the places that we went, and this is where they found his supposed tomb in the okay. stretch because no one knows where he ended up. The yep. story kind of ends, and then no one knows what happened of him. Yep. And anyway, I, I've got to say, Naples, there's that. Exp- if Dracula's there, yeah. that explains a lot about Naples. Okay, it. Out of everywhere I went, it's got a real why dark, dark feel to but it. Why would he be in Naples? He, I don't know. Lots he, of, he, he, he was lots exiled. Of food. Lots he, was, of food. he was exiled. He he went somewhere supposedly. Did he, did he fight the Turks? Wasn't he? He did. Yeah. He was fighting the Ottomans. Yeah, it was complicated. Was it? Oh. Yeah, and we probably don't really have. That's a story to get for way another day. Into it, but yeah, that's yeah. There you go. That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole heap of, of stuff on movies and TV and everything else. I want to have a little uh, talk about. The latest previews is out, of course. Your comic, mm. your, your, your comic shop catalogue previews from Diamond. Is there pretty stuff in it? I, I oh, see. I see all what's of <laughs> the pretties, Ginge. I all see, of them. I see what's in the cover. We um uh, we've we've talked before about the Earth One series from DC. You got mm. Batman. We just referenced it before. Bat- yep. Bat- uh, about Batman Earth One, right? Mm-hmm. Now we we all love that. I think hand on hearts. I haven't heard a single person say it was shit. Same with the Superman Earth One stories. Two volumes out Very already. Cool. Mm. They are amazing. Well, guess what? What we're getting in February, Volume Three. What? Superman Earth One Volume Three. Now it's a different creative team. Well, different artists. Same writer. Jay Michael Straczynski's writing. But Shane Davis isn't doing the artwork, okay? Now, we actually interviewed we Shane did. Davis we met him. about two years ago. Yep. Not a bad bloke. Um, but this time, it's changed. Uh, the art is by uh, Ardin Saif. He was on Batgirl for quite a while. Okay. The relaunched Batgirl mm. at, at DC. With the new costume. No, no, no. We're talking... This is beforehand? Uh, this is before the, the new, new costume. The last okay. new costume. We're talking at the start <laughs> of the new 52. Oh, right, okay, yeah. And the Sandra, one that I um, actually liked. Sandra yeah. Hope's on there with him doing the artwork. And, of course, the cover is by uh, Ardian as well. Now, that is on sale February 4. Worldwide, okay? Mm. So, uh, well, when we say February 4, probably Mark February. in your diary? February 5th here <sighs> in Australia. Can't have it now. It's February. Just have to wait. Yeah. Um, but that the cover looks awesome. He's all blackened and bruised, and he's got a torn costume he's holding up in front of him. So that's a little bit of a highlight for me, is keeping an eye on that one. That'll be great. If you're a fan of Batman Black and White, remember the short stories? They actually mm. were in the late 90s is when Batman Black and White started. That was one of the first times we have seen Jim Lee do Batman back then. Oh, yeah. And it was massive, right? And they were all short stories put into issues, and then they collect them as graphic novel mm. there's three of them out at the moment volume four is about to come out in, in soft cover and that is on sale in january now uh, keep an eye out for that i love them if january if you want to see, some, if you want to see oh, don't tell me about it now if you want to see some amazing stories by different creators and some quirky stories too some quirky yeah. art on some of them um guys who've never done batman before who yeah. have a crack at him and, mm-hmm. and some very weird stuff some very good stuff in there as well um so have a look at that now so i'll just just, here's a couple of people who have worked on this one. Written and illustrated by Chip Kidd. 
Neil Adams, right? Michael Chosen there. Uh, Raphael Abelkoiki. Um, Jeff Lemire, Alex Nino, Lee Bermijo, Damien mm. Scott, Paul Dini, Marv Sweet. Wolfman, uh, Dustin Newen, Michael Allred, um, nice. Jimmy Palmiotti, Len Wein, fucking Andrew Robinson. There's so many in the cover there. That awesome cover is by Mark Silvestri. Oh, so yeah. it's the cream of the crop when yes. it comes to creators working on that book there. So keep an eye out for that. That is in the uh, the latest previews. Now, See, coming Silvestri out of- hasn't forgotten how to hatch there. No, he's oh, you just got to love it, haven't you? What? <laughs> There is a, a new book from Image Comics coming out. It's a four-part miniseries. Now, it's called Graveyard Shift. Ooh. Okay, and that's by Jason Fabia and Fran Biano. Uh, now, that's coming out from Image in December. Okay, now it's four issues, and I'll tell you what, it looks fantastic. Graveyard Shift reunited after their memorable run on the critically acclaimed Noble Causes. This dynamic duo uh, bring you a new tale of crime, horror, and romance. It's Fright Night-style thrills and castle-style crime-solving as a homicide detective and his girlfriend find their love put to the ultimate test when they run afoul of a gang of vampires. So that ticks a lot of boxes for me. Crime, horror, and vampires all in one thing. There Sorted. You go. I'm, I'm put, put down for it, Wilson. I, I will. I'll I be will. buying that put one myself. So there's a little sneak peek. You get about an ish, uh, a page and a half in there uh, to have a little look at if you want to check it on out in the latest previews. All right. Skipping along to Marvel because we've got to cover Marvel. People go, I'm very DC-centric, and that's because DC put out better books. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to get shot for saying that. I know I am. Um, but honestly, uh, Death of Wolverine is in there, the hardcover. All, um I know, surprisingly. Four, four issues are in there now. Uh, it's Steve McNiven on the artwork. I fucking love Steve yeah. McNiven's artwork. I think it's fantastic. Charles Sewell, who's been doing a lot of work over at DC. This is some of his first work there at Marvel. He's, uh, he's writing it. Now, Joe Casada's done some of the covers as well. But I tell you what, pick it up if you're interested. If you're holding off to get it as a collector's edition, it's coming out as hardcover first. Mm. And um, you'll want to grab that now. There is also a limited direct market only cover, which is done by Joe Casada. So you've got Ooh, a choice there of covers. I would probably always recommend you go to the Joe Casada because he's just fucking awesome. When's with that bad boy coming? That bad boy is on sale in January next year. <sighs> okay, but you want to check it out. I think it's going to be fucking pretty good myself. Um, and, of course, if you're a fan of Guardians of the Galaxy... And, 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 and you know, that, that seems to be pretty much everyone across the board. Our yeah. IT guy, uh, Brett, has gone and seen that film five times at the cinema. Oh, he can't believe that, me. He, was, he was in Melbourne the other week for an <laughs> IT conference for his work, and he was staying at the Crown Casino. He went to the cinema there, watched it again in gold class, a fifth time. I can totally understand that. It's, it's a good film. It's a good film. But anyway, if you love Guardians of the Galaxy, Legendary Star-Lord, Volume 1, uh, written by Sam Humphreys, with art by Paco Medina and Freddie Williams, is on sale in January. It's the graphic novel collecting the uh, 1 to 5 miniseries, Legendary Star-Lord. It looks fantastic. That artwork by uh, Paco Medina and Freddie Williams, I love it. It's I was just going to say, that artwork is magnificent. I yeah. love it. It's a little bit, um, it reminds me a little bit of Humberto Ramos, just mm. a little bit in there. Mm. And uh, I love that style, you know I do. So there you go, that's in there. Black Widow Volume 2, uh, Magneto Volume 2. So you're starting to get all the Volume 2s of some of these Marvel series are all yeah, right. coming out in the soft cover. They're all on offer as well. But uh, yeah, my pick, Death of uh, Wolverine, that'll be a good one oh, yeah. for you there. That's about it from me for comic book uh, picks out of previews, and um, I don't think, I must be honest, I had a little look at the collectibles section this month, not an awful lot in there. Nothing mm. awesome by Koto Bakuya. Ginge. While we're talking comics, we uh, better uh, drop the big bomb this week about Deadpool. Yeah, because Marvel have hinted that Deadpool could be the next Marvel character to be bumped off. Surprise, surprise, because Marvel, Marvel came out... Pfft, 
oh, a year and a half ago. Don't worry, dude. He's one not going to be dead forever. No, no, one of the high ups at Marvel He's said dead we would yeah. probably kill someone every quarter because it's good for sales. And essentially, <laughs> they kind of no. That's what they fucking said. No, I know. And all us comic shop owners just went. Ugh. And Again, a lot of, a lot really? of Marvel fans went. Ugh. Yeah, and, and, DC, then, and DC, someone at DC yes, went. <laughs> <laughs> we tried that in the 90s Yeah We learned from our fucking mistake We voted to have a small boy Beaten to death with a crowbar <laughs> um, Anyway Yeah so they've hinted That Deadpool might be the next one So you never know Deadpool might be killed off next oh. year They've, they've already said Because you know de- We're just saying Something's going on with his Weapon X program Death of Wolverine um, They've said he won't be back in the comics oh. Until 2016 Now I'm calling bullshit on that Yes right? there's no There'll way There'll be flashbacks He'll be in There'll be something where you'll see Wolverine or, or Logan somewhere in there within There's no way they're not going to have him in a, in a book at all for Maybe he'll go off months. and be Patch again for a while Who knows But um, Deadpool will be the same shtick They'll yeah. have flashbacks or retro tales or something like that But the good news Deadpool Speaking goes of to Deadpool yeah. is, of course, the movie's been greenlit. Yes. Mm. Although everyone, once they heard that news, everyone went fucking yeah. And then people threw a, a fucking pink fit. Because it came out that the only way I was going to get greenlit is that it was going to be PG-13. <laughs> and everyone lost their shit. What? They're like, there is no way that that uh, that short that they, they showed... Uh, that leaked on the internet mm, that mm. everyone absolutely loved. There is no way. I it's swear PG-13. to God, when that came out collectively around the world, if you just if you just stood silent for a second and listened, you heard the collective screaming of fanboys going, "Fuck you, Fox!" And then, Ginge, <laughs> yeah. what happened? And then, guys. and then, by the end of the week, someone come out and said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't say PG thirteen. No one said PG thirteen. Right. So it the, looks as though someone in the media just kind of went, "We're going to stir some shit." Dropped yeah. it. It went viral. People went, "That's what. That's what we heard. It's it's definitely going to happen." Deadpool. It, it, it sounds like yeah, the Deadpool movie, the PG thirteen rating was an over exaggeration to right. something that was said in the media. Right. So it looks like Deadpool the movie. It's been green lit. Let's hope that it's at least M fifteen. I tell you what's not an exaggeration or over exaggeration is the fact that uh, Fox's version or remake, I should say, of Fantastic Four is going to be shit because that's not an overreaction. It is going to be shit. <laughs> so, so much so that the, they've Marvel, even been bumped. Yeah, right? so much oh. so that Marvel's gone. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's going to be that shit, really? They okay, not promote. Do you know, fuck what? it. No more more Fantastic Four. They, they've, they've essentially um, because there's a heap of stuff coming out. You know, that was out for the 75th anniversary of Marvel, right? Mm. You didn't see Fantastic Four anywhere on the promo art. There was none of the no. stuff released, none of the no. posters. Marvel essentially have an in-house edict at the moment. We're not promoting Fantastic Four. Full stop. Art cards. There's a new series of art cards coming out. Yeah. Fantastic Four. There was a note going around from artists. Uh, that apparently came out from the higher-ups at Marvel going, do not use Fantastic Four in any of these art cards. They're Ooh. not to be used. Wow. Apparently, they are very cranky with Fox also over the deal that they, they're getting. Uh, right. they, you know, they signed this away back in their bankruptcy days. Yes. So they're not very fucking happy because they're this, getting the raw end of the pineapple, and Fox, Marvel. And Fox uh, is still doing this under the... Uh, license agreement from the original, original Fantastic Ugh. Four, right? Back with the Roger Corman days, right? So I don't know. You, you're telling the story on that one. But um, more news out on the movie because it's been bumped. They announced mm. the Deadpool movie and then they also went, oh, by the way, we're bumping by, I think it's a month or two, Fantastic Four. But this is where it gets weird because we've talked about the casting before and I have a big problem with the casting. They're, they're race-bending the, some of the characters. I think they've... They're gender-bending they've, some of the characters as well. I, 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 Sue Storm was never a female, was she? 
<laughs> oh yes, she was. Oh, was she? Oh, this must See be. Com- a podcast with folks. <laughs> this must be a completely different See, movie I've been watching. See the caliber of my co-host. I'll talk to you after. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's why he was called got- Mister Fantastic. They've got an African American guy playing Johnny Storm, and everyone, went, well, hang on, you've cast a, a white girl as Sue Storm. How's this work? They're meant to be brother and sister. They've now revealed that Sue Storm was adopted. Oh, right. In this okay. continuity, right. in this continuity, their version of the film, she was adopted, so they're not actually That's really right. brother and sister. I, it's okay. I just don't understand why. I can understand that this maybe gives the character a bit of a background yeah. all of a sudden, and I can understand if an adopted child wants to remain invisible. You know, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. You know, sort of emotionally, she wants to be invisible. You know what, Ginge? You know what? They don't need that shit. I know, there's, I know. I'm just saying that... There's the- years and years and years of great Fantastic Four comic stories to tap into there. Why do they think they have to go and create new I don't shit? know. I don't I know. I'm just saying it. It's I'm, for the big screen. I'm trying to delve yeah. into the minds of some of these Hollywood Well, don't, because those Hollywood minds, are f- the people behind those Hollywood minds are fuckwits, okay? <laughs> and they need to pull their heads... Cocaine's go, a hell of a drug. It is. Um, <laughs> you've got to, they've got to realise they've got this amazing source material. Stop fucking around with it the best movies that have come out that are based on comic books are the ones who stick very closely Mm. to fucking comic books and if you're going to stick to the look you know the amazing spider-man come out and the suit was really different that all of a sudden the amazing spider-man 2 comes out oh shit the costume looks just like it does in the comics sadly though they fucked up the rest of the story and they um had some shitty casting in that one but anyway they finally give him cool white eyes and they just make a shit movie I know because the costume did look fucking phenomenal in that Mm. it it was awesome I did love the the look of of Spider-Man and you know how we were talking about where did Electro get his costume from I was watching the behind the scenes the other day the costume is actually the rubber suits that the employees of the uh, the prison of the where these rubber oh really suits. but nowhere but nowhere did you see him steal someone's suit and go zip and get the and little lightning get the, bolt get the lightning bolt embroidery <laughs> put on it as well I was gonna say yeah nowhere in it did you see that that's well, fucked uh, yeah and I went hang on that's a massive that's asking the audience to take a massive leap you know isn't it that's like all of a sudden out of nowhere you're watching say flipper yeah and then all of a sudden there's an explosion and flipper jumps out of the water with an ak-47 and a flying saucer comes out of the water this show sounds and blo- awesome. i would totally watch that <laughs> and blows up the white house i would totally watch that <laughs> i tell you what that's it for another week that is our hundredth podcast i hope you've enjoyed it special thank you to uh, oh that's me Stephen wilson <laughs> Where do we drag him up from, Jin? <laughs> Thank you to my co-host with the most. White Cops and on Bots and Pants. Thank you very much, Sir Todd, for our 100th episode, Mate, it's sir. Been, it's been a pleasure doing 100 podcasts with you, you um, mad bastard. Thank you very much, sir, for uh, for taking the time of doing this little thing every week. I enjoy it, mate. I enjoy it. I, I get a kick out of doing it. I'm glad we get people like Steve on yeah. to have yeah, a chat. And, and, and a big thanks to Vicky Vic Cosplay, who sent a print through for uh, our uh, big 100th episode. Yes, thank a bit you of a present. Much. Thank you very much, very Vicky nice. Vic Cosplay. Check around on Facebook. But especially thank you to all the fine folk like you listening right now for tuning in uh, to listen to all our, our rubbish that we spout on this podcast. I hope you enjoy it as much as we enjoy and, bringing it to and, you. And collectively, over the last 100, Todd and I just want to say thank you and sorry. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> so I'm sorry for shit, Jen. So from now on, 101 and counting, turn up your podcast radio and turn down your expectations. <laughs> This has been Wade Cops on our Pots and Pans. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. You've been listening to Geek Speak Live, Australia's number one pop culture podcast and web series. Stay geeky.
Give me a check. Sound check. I'm Todd Bailey, top of the hour. Coming up later, Nickelback. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, and and uh, sound check. Who? Steve? What? Mm, I'm not. Testing They're one, two, bad. three, four, one, two, three, four, Very one, bad. two, three, four. Todd? One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Fucking what one, two, three, four, one, two. Uh, all of us. One, two, three, four, one, one two, two, three, four. One, 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 two, three, four.